0: Ooh.
1: Me
0: and my bitch, I swear we like the same sex. What are you laughing at? <laughs> game, I don't that, mean, that was kinda a funny, you got, bar. <laughs> you song, Maybe I shouldn't have started with this song, but it's a, <laughs> <and laughs> <I need laughs> a dope song though, I like it a lot. Oh, yeah. Colors, it it. But it's too late, I already uh I already chose this as a song that we would uh start. But uh, welcome to uh, episode. Is this episode five, I believe, of Rap Edit? Episode five. Episode five of Rap Edit. I am Edward here, as always, with Eric. What's going on? (sighs) Nothing much. What about you? Everything is good. Uh, Got a lot of new music over the weekend uh, from who else dropped an album? money bag yo right money yo dropped an album YG, yg dropped an album mac miller mac miller dropped an album what was special about this past weekend that everybody start, started dropping albums i
1: don't know it's it weird just
0: felt like it and rick ross was supposed to drop an album right he that was that was the rumor so i guess he pushed his back because like everybody was uh dropping records so he had a pretty good album last year Yeah, it it was better. I'm usually not a fan of, like, Rick Ross albums, but, I mean, that was. He hard, but, like, yeah. Yeah, it was better than I expected. People got him really high on their rapper list. Yeah. But Travis Scott also dropped an album that was probably the uh, biggest record that dropped uh, this past weekend. So we're going to dedicate episode five to Travis Scott's third album called Astral World, And we're going to go through the track listing real quick. Uh, the first song is called Stargazing with producers Sunny Digital, B-Weezy, 30 Rock. Second track is Carousel, produced by Hitboy. Third track, Sicko Mode, which we're going to have a... Cheat code. Yeah, we're probably going to have a heavy discussion about uh, Sicko Mode. Uh, five producers on this one. Hit Boy, Oz, Tay Keith, Q-Beats, Shahade, MD. So Tay Keith was on Sicko Mode. Yeah, this. I mean, there's three parts to it. So, oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, four track. RIP. Screw. Produced by FKI first. Travis Scott. Track five. Stop trying to be God. Produced by J Beats. Travis Scott and Mike Dean. Track six. No bystanders. Produced by Wonder Girl Gazing and Mike Dean. Track seven. Skeletons. Produced by Tame and Paula. Uh, track eight. Wake up. Produced by Frank Dutes, Wallace Lane, and Seven Thomas. Track 9, 5% Tint, produced by FKI First. Track 10, uh, NC 17, which we are just playing. Uh, 21 Savage is on that record, produced by Boy Wonder, Q Beats, and Alan Ritter. Track 11, Astro Thunder, produced by Frank Dutes, Thundercat, uh, Meyer, and Travis Scott. Track 12, uh, Yosemite, produced by uh, James Turbo. Okay. I'm- <laughs> That's all. I'm I'm Why going on Wikipedia. Do- <laughs> I'm going on Wikipedia. So if I said someone's name and I messed it up, that's my fault. But yeah, oh, I thought you were trying to. Yeah, I'm going off. Uh, thought you were dissing them. No. So James, and then somebody says Turbo. So um, yeah, uh, track thirteen can't say produced by Frank Dukes and Wonder Girl. Wonder Girl is really dope, by the way. Um, uh, she's done a lot of like really really fire records. So it's nice to see her all over this. Uh, track fourteen, who what Migos is on this record? Uh, produced by Cardo and Thirty Rock. Track 15, Butterfly Effect, produced by Murder Beats and Felix Leone. Track 16, Houston Fornication. Houston For, fornication. Yeah, fornication. Okay, sorry. Uh, produced by Seven Thomas and Wallace Lane. And then track 17, Coffee Bean, produced by 1985. Also very underrated and a very good producer. So let's get into it. And I'm going to throw it to Eric on this one. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, this album after your first listen? First listen, hmm. I thought it was pretty dope.
1: I mean, i I haven't really listened to a Travis Scott album that I was like, "This shit trash." We know what we're getting with Travis Scott. We trying to get lit. Um, and that's what it made me feel like. So, I liked it. There, I think had really good production. It brought some rodeo vibes to it too, on some of the songs. But yeah.
0: Yeah, there was a little bit of a Rodeo vibes on it. I think Stargazing. Uh... Towards the middle, it started reminding me of Rodeo, but I didn't like it as much. Um, yeah. I think it's an it's an okay album. Uh, I don't think it's anything special or anything great, but it's about what you would expect from Travis Scott. And if you're a big fan of his, you would probably be really pleased with this album. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of uh, just good joints on this. The production, as you would expect, is off the charts. I mean, just so many talented producers uh, on this album, and just a lot of producers, frankly, who are just really hot right now, with like Tay Keith, Murder Beats, uh, Q Beats, uh, Wheezy on this one, Sunny Digital, Hit Boy, just a lot of like producers who yeah. are coming into their own right a now. A lot of high profile producers, also
1: a lot of guest vocals that was uncredited. Yeah, a lot uh, of big names there. We got features
0: on this include uh Drake, Frank Ocean, uh. Pharrell, The Weekend, 21 Savage, Migos, Gunna, Nav, uh, Kid Cudi has uncredited vocals on this as well. So yeah, uh, the the uh, features on this are very good and uh, very interesting as well. I'm surprised there's no uh, no Kanye feature or no T.I. on this or anything like that. No really, aside from Drake Why you- and Migos, there's not really another like huge name on there that I would T. say. T.I. feature. I mean, he's on Grand Hustle. Yeah. Yeah. So no T.I. feature. Has T.I. been on any of his albums yet?
1: Maybe one. Remember. Was he on Rodeo? Like Kanye was on like what? One? One song? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and that was off Rodeo. Okay. But like, I don't know. There's a lot of artists that are signed to, you know, a certain label. Yeah. And uh, like, for example, Big Mensa. I i haven't heard Jay-Z on a Big Mensa song. Oh, there's a reason for that.
0: There's a reason for that.
1: <laughs> um, Dave East, I I think there's maybe one or two Nas features, and he has a bunch of mixtapes. So yeah, but hey, at least he's, he's getting, a getting a Nas nice appeal. Feature. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's special, but I just feel like it's it's very rare.
0: Yeah, but yeah, I I think it's a it's a an album that you would expect from Travis Scott. It's got the recipe for radio success. It's got the hits. It's got the club songs it's got the street records like it's just got good production all around uh so let's let's get into it already with sicko mode what do you think about this track it's a it's a three-part track with drake i knew it was gonna be fucking fire
1: that shit came up it says sicko mode i was like nah that's drake's word sicko yeah but um yeah, that, that intro part, I thought he was gonna body it, and then it switched to that second uh, part of the song, which was
0: just I was Travis so Scott, really. I was so disappointed when it switched. <laughs> not that not that it switched for the worst, for a worst case scenario or something. Because what it switched to was actually really good, but I really really wanted that first part to be like longer. I mean, it was kind of just like a build up. Yeah, it was a buildup, but it it, it could have been, I thought it was going to be like some like crazy record and it it really could have been, it sounded like something that was going to be real crazy.
1: One of the songs off Jay-Z's Magna Carta, Holy Grail kind of remind me that it was only like a minute and a half. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Beach is Better? Yeah. Yeah.
0: That shit, it was hard and then like he spit like eight bars and it was over. (laughs) How do you think this record came about? Like, it's an interesting record because it's got three parts, it's got Sway Lee on it, it's got Drake. And it's got five producers who are credited with work on uh, the track. And it's also got uh Cy High to Prince listed as a writer for, uh, I believe, Travis Scott's verse. So, I mean, how do you think this record, like, do you think somebody, do you think Drake, like, maybe had this record? Or do you think somebody else had it? Like, do you think Sway Lee had this record? Like, do you, or do you think this just came about, like, organically? Because it's, it's, it's a very interesting re- record when you consider the layers involved in it. Yeah. I
1: mean it's unusual, but it, it still felt like a Travis Scott record. Yeah. Um
0: what about you? What do you think? Uh I honestly don't know. I'm that's what I'm curious. I wonder like what the story is behind this record, uh, more so than any record on there because of just all the pieces involved and uh like I don't wanna give anyone more credit than the other, because I think they all like did their job and they all, you know, came one hundred percent on it, but but when that third part came in? I mean, yeah, the third, the third part is my favorite that part. That shit was yeah. <laughs> yeah, the third part is my favorite one. But I'm just, I'm just curious, like, how it really developed. I mean, again, Hit Boy, Tay Keith on it, Q Beats on it. Uh, I said five producers, but it's really six producers who are credited with work on this song, which is interesting. So I'm guessing, like, some of them worked on different parts. So maybe not all of them on, like, each part. They just got on and, you know, they fucking made fire in that booth. So you're saying that, so we both agree that the third part of this is. The best. The best. What do you think of the second part with Sway Lee? I honestly don't even remember Sway Lee in there. You don't remember Sway Lee's part? Sway Lee's part
1: is dope. I remember mostly Travis Scott's verse. The,
0: on the on the second part? Yeah. Okay. Dang, yeah. Sway Lee? Damn. Yeah, Sway Lee is on his song. That's bad. Yeah. Because Sway Lee,
1: I fucking love his vocals, so I, I don't know. I've only listened to the song like a few times,
0: but still I felt like I,
1: <laughs> I guess I'm missing out on a big part.
0: Yeah, Lee's on the next song. He's on RIP Screw as well. Okay, I I think I know he's on that song, but I'm pretty sure Lee is on um uh, this song. man? Are you sure? Uh, so you don't even know. I'm positive, but I'm going to double check. I'm positive he's on this song. What did you think of Drake's verse
1: or I guess chorus on the third part? Or he was talking about Zans.
0: What do I think of his verse? Yeah, because, I mean. Okay, well, I'm looking at Drake's verse now. Yeah, and, uh, Sway Lee is on uh, this song. Uh, some, Drake, ad, some ad-libs. He's on the bridge as well. Yeah, Sway Lee's on this track. Okay, ad-lib. Okay. Yeah, he's on it. Uh, Drake's verse is good. I mean, Just so do, you're saying. Popping a Zan. Saying popping his in, Zen, uh, duh, 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 let's see. Slept through the flight, for no, the fl- no, no. He said it like <laughs> he's like responsibly taking drugs. I mean, that's not really surprising though. But I
1: saw this interesting tweet. Um, someone tweeted something about Drake being 31 and talking about popping his in doesn't sit right with me. So someone quote that uh, quoted that retweet and said Drake is almost the same age as me, but he's not making music I can relate to. He's making music for people 10 years younger going through their first life experiences. He's got older and his content hasn't grown with him. He's like the kid who keeps visiting his high school. You think that's true?
0: I would disagree with that because I do think, we talked about this on the uh, Scorpion review, but there's definitely been a lot of growth in Drake as an artist, especially, especially as a rapper, because I mean, if we go back to the last album, emotionless emotionless march 14th i mean there's a lot of like perspective drake on that album and just giving you things that you know you don't normally hear from him and i think that i'm not really someone who's going to really hold rappers to a certain level of hey you have to appeal to you know this sort of audience now that you're older because at the end of the day rap is a business and you make songs to appeal to different demographics. I mean, no one is going to no one's going to get on like Jay-Z for a song if he wants to talk about selling drugs. Yeah. Or no one's going to get on Future who when he turns, you know, however old, 40, no one's going to say, "Man, Future 40 years old, still talking about popping Zans and Molly." <laughs> no one's going to care because if the music is good, it doesn't matter. Is if Drake is Drake's music good? That's really all the discussion should be about. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, if Travis Scott is making the same type of music at age 50 or I don't I don't really give a fuck. Is the music good? If the music is good. Cool. Cool. Like,
1: let's roll with it. (laughs) Doesn't that go back to what J. Cole was saying on 1985? You can't just keep
0: doing this shit. I think not necessarily, because I think J. Cole's 1985 is saying that as a young rapper. Yes, there is a certain like ceiling to what you're doing in terms of. You know, the drug usage and appealing to that, and all this like trolling and all this like immature stuff that you do. But at the same time, if the music is good and if you are and if you have an eye on long term vision, then do you? I think the thing with 1985 is that a lot of these rappers don't think long term and they don't really have a game plan after like the first one or two songs that they make. And I think that's different from someone like Drake or someone like Travis Scott or whoever because they have plans. Like you can have you can be someone like uh let's say Gucci. Gucci's been talking about trapping and all this other shit for years now. Like since the mid two thousands. And still doing it, yeah. And still does it. But Gucci is actually a smart businessman and has been in and despite even being like locked up multiple times, Gucci is still relevant now, thirteen years later. You know, young Jeezy can still make songs about trapping and whatever whatever he's still relevant he yeah. has like like that's the difference these new rappers don't have game plans and i know that's a little bit of a like going off a little tangent in terms of like uh talking about the album but i mean i think I, I, it doesn't really matter to me like what drake how old drake is because drake yeah, yeah. clearly has longevity i mean i just i because a lot of people i mean they were retweeting it so
1: i thought a lot of people agreed, but yeah. Yeah, I was just opening that up for discussion. I thought it was kind of a bum tweet. Um, yeah, it's just, it's not really even like discussing like it, the
0: real. Yeah, it seemed like Drake hate, but I wanted to bring it up. Yeah. So, what do you think is what are your next like favorite songs? I mean, I think you, "Cisco Mode" is probably your favorite song. So, what is what would you say comes after that for you? Like in terms of what you liking? Five
1: percent ten is pretty hard. Um, I really like Stargazing the first song. You like Stargazing? It it was a really good intro, it got me into it. He did the beat switch on that too, and that got hard at the end.
0: Do you think those beat switches are played out? What do you mean? Like, do you think he does it too much, or do you like it? Uh, Um, does he do it? I mean, overall, I mean, not not necessarily on this album, but do you think Travis Scott does it? Oh, he does do it a lot. I mean, that's kind of one of his side, uh, yeah. I mean, he kind of okay, yeah, with Schoolboy Q. Yeah, I like it. You think it's, but you think he's using it like correctly, like yeah. Okay. I don't. I like when he did it on uh on rodeo with the song on with Quavo. He said, it's called a uh, oh my the song. Yeah, yeah. I like that one. Yeah, I I think it it's cool. Um, I didn't really like it on stargazing that much though. But I mean, I I like it on sickle mode. So I guess I don't know. Sometimes it can be hit or miss for me. But which part did you like of stargazing? The beginning or the last I don't really like stargazing at all. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot.
1: You, you and I cooled out. Um, the Quavo song, "Who What?" I like that. Yeah, yeah, I like um, the I like the Migos record since they had since that what was their collab album they did. Hunch Hunch o Jack, o Jack. Huncho? Oh, yeah, Hunch who Jack what sounded like an upgraded version of what? That mixtape was not good. Exactly. All. So that they they did it right on that song. Um, "Houston Fornication," "Coffee Bean." Yeah. So basically, like. The beginning chunks of the album and the last chunks are probably my favorite parts. I didn't really get into the middle too much. I mean, there's some some good joints probably in there, but
0: nothing that stood out to me. I like No Bystanders a lot. That beat is sick. Mike Dean and Wonder Girl killed that. That beat is crazy.
1: Well, yeah, I guess all the beats are. So it's just like, which ones do I really like the most,
0: so... The ones I like the most after Sickle Mode would be No Bystanders, uh, NC Seventeen. I really like that one. Uh, Twenty One Savage did his thing on that one. I do like the Migos record a lot as he had well. Yeah, bars on that one. Twenty One to bars? I mean, he, he was Twenty One Savage. He, ah, yeah. he, you know, he said some things. Came in hard. Yeah, I mean, it, it worked. What, it, what what he said worked for the song. I don't really expect Twenty One Savage to bring me lyrical, miracle, spiritual whip flows, hey. but. You know, he did his thing on that one. Um, and yeah, Coffee Bean, I like a lot as well. It's good outro. Yeah, very good outro. Uh, Butterfly Effect, I mean, that's one of the singles. That's a dope. Yeah. And yeah, it but fit, it's still a really good song. Yeah, and it yeah. fits well. Right it's fits really well. So, yeah, I like that. What songs are you not feeling on this one? I don't really like
1: Stop Trying to Be God. You know, like, a lot of people love that record. I know, don't. and I don't. You don't like it? I, I don't just don't. What do you like about it? I don't know. Too much Kanye West vibes. You mean Kanye was involved in the song um, somehow? He doesn't have to be involved. It just He could have just tried to use Kanye's flow.
0: Mm, I, could see I can see that. Stop
1: trying to be God.
0: I don't know. That's not... I have to go back like and it. listen to that record. Because it's not terrible, but... I do want to see more yeah, of what not, people I want to see more of what people want to see in it. Like I, yeah, I wanna see what opinion. they see
1: in it. Yeah. Yeah. But that that that's that's just me. It's not for you. It's not for me. <laughs> I, I might have
0: to go back and listen to it, but after a few listens, it wasn't for me. Uh yeah, like towards the like middle ish of the album, that's when it starts getting a little uh, Yosemite. Yeah, know, that's when it's that's when it I, starts getting a little I, hazy for me. Uh I, I can't even
1: remember Astro Thunder.
0: Yeah, I don't remember
1: that record. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's just a I, but, few that just they're not. Yeah, they don't stand out. John I mean, Mayer
0: was on uh, Astro Thunder. Yeah. Oh, okay. Really? Uh, yeah, I, think, I mean, he's he's got a credit on here. Damn, John Mayer. So, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll there's some records on here that I'll probably go back and listen to, but yeah. uh, some of these, I when I'm listening to it, I just didn't really. I didn't really like like the vibe of it, so I probably skipped it. So, overall, what would you would you say this is? He he has three albums now. Is this better than the last album? It's better than Birds. Okay, is it better than Rodeo? Mm, probably not.
1: Yeah, I, and I or, hate being one of the fans that are just like nothing's better than their first album, but like in this situation, Rodeo's because the first album is like
0: the album where he had antidote yeah he had 3500 that's when i feel like the world was like officially like introduced yeah. to travis scott so, so it's that different. sound was fresh yeah the sound and like was fresh he
1: absorbed it there differently so yeah i i guess you can't take away that effect so rodeo is probably gonna have to be top one
0: So okay so let's let's talk about that then uh you mentioned Travis Scott. First album was fresh and that's to be expected. It's the first album. Yeah. Okay, so do you think his sound is overused right now? Do you think he's over Yeah,
1: I've I've heard some artists like use the ad libs and shit. Yeah, Everybody yeah. uses those ad libs. No, now. but like I it was on logic slash like Bobby Tarantino too. Like I heard a song. Yeah. And it was literally like
0: the Travis Scott ad libs. But like yeah every everyone is using yeah, those things like, now like it is Travis Scott's ad-libs are the new standard for ad-libs I feel like now like back when Young Jeezy's Young Jeezy first came out his ad-libs created like a yeah. new standard for everyone to like copy like verbatim in terms of like at least stylistically and now Travis Scott is that that rapper he is his ad-libs are now you know it's lit. You know, shit like that. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the
1: shit I was hearing. I was just like, what the fuck? This isn't a Travis Scott album. Yeah.
0: E- even down to how they mix it, like just the auto-tune effect and the reverb, e- even down to that, it is the new blueprint for ad-libs. Hmm. And it, and it's, I mean, I like it when Travis Scott does it, but when everyone else does it and it just kind of ruins, it ruins Travis Scott for me. Yeah, it's... I, I guess it is getting overplayed and overused. Yeah. Maybe
1: that's why we're not I mean, for me, like, I'm not super
0: hyped for a Travis Scott album. Um. I feel like this, was what, this is what always happens, though, with, like, when rappers get hot. Like, their sound is somehow just, like, oversaturated because everybody wants a piece of it. It's like it's like one giant, like, birthday cake. Like, everybody wants a slice until there's no more left. And then the next time you have it, it's like, eh. It's, yeah. It's, I know it's a good cake, but good it's analogy. not. I've had it a ton. So yeah. it's just, like, it's not that good to me. <laughs> so it's like it it makes you appreciate more of the rappers who still have longevity and their sounds remain fresh but i'm not saying travis scott's sound can't like one day be that but just like right now i just feel like his sound is just it's been done to death by so many people and i wish it wasn't because travis scott is so talented and so creative and he just brings so much to the table as an artist that i wish that his sound was like At least sealed sometimes, like sealed away sometimes. Like, I wish he didn't work with as many people as he does. I heard somebody say Travis Scott make EDM for niggas. He might, yeah. He he, (laughs) he absolutely might. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. It's
1: kind of like an electronic,
0: you know, vibe to it. Um, And it's definitely creative. It's kind of like Future. Like, Future is, I mean, Future is still hot right now. But it's like Future, everyone takes that sound, everyone takes that style Everyone like kind of like everyone copies Future too. It's kind of like that. Ooh. Or, I mean, Designer Panda is. That's like the
1: true. The I I was that's like, damn, peak.
0: yo, Future <laughs> hot on this, and then I found out it's Designer. I was like, who the yeah. fuck is Designer? And, Pan- and the irony here is that Panda is a bigger record than any re- like at least numbers wise, it is a bigger record than anything Future ever dropped. That's so fake, because he yeah. basically he stole everything. He from took the sound. Yeah, and even the That's so fake. Yeah, like there was a video where uh Jermaine Dupree was doing like a mix on uh doing like a mix and he was able to transition fuck up some commas to panda without really doing anything. It's the same beat. The same tempo, same everything. It's the same beat. Did Future run a fade on designer? I don't know if he taught it. I don't know if Future uh designer i've ever taught i do know the designer now i mean he he sounds less like future but that song definitely oh yeah when when i when, when i, I, I dropped that was like 2015 2016 whenever life of pablo was so 2016 right bro right.
1: i was like yo future yeah that's kind of lit and like they're like oh that's not future that's not i was like what
0: <laughs> yeah I, I i did not know that i mean i definitely thought that was future at first and that's kind of like that's kind of the same thing. Well, Travis Scott doesn't really have a designer, but he's. I I wouldn't be surprised if something like that. He's a better came artist up. than designer. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Damn, why wow, that takes so long to say? Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> he is. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that Travis Scott is isn't better than. I'm just saying that he doesn't have a. He doesn't have someone who I think yet has like made a song. No, using, using his no, same yeah, style. Yeah. Like I don't think of. someone's
1: yeah. Yeah. Copy that exactly.
0: But yeah. they are taking bits and
1: pieces. Yeah, absolutely. For example, the ad libs and stuff.
0: So. And that's why I wish Travis Scott would just like fall back a little bit and just not just like conceal his sound because his sound is special in terms of what is what's going on How's right now. Is he gonna conceal it? I don't know, but I just wish he would because it's it's being overused to death. We've heard it so much. Could possibly be a downfall, Travis Scott, in the future. Maybe. I mean, I don't want him to switch his style up or anything like that. I'm yeah. just saying, I just wish that so many people weren't using it. But I mentioned I mentioned Future. And we talked about this before the show started, that there are some parallels there in terms of uh, at least what you expect from an album and what they're considered as. Like, you wouldn't really, when you're having a conversation about the top rappers in the game. Some people put them up there. Some people do, but it's like, how many quotables is... Like if you if you ran up to somebody and said, hey, give me four bars of your favorite Travis Scott verse, go. <laughs> people are just going to look at you like you're crazy. But, but people are also going to say, oh, it's not about bars. Okay, yeah. And that's fine. So it's like... That's fine. But at the same time, it's like, they're, they're, that's where they're parallel because it's not about bars for them. It's about... What the music like it's about. It's about, about that superstardom. Yeah, that's what it it's is. It's like what's hot. Yeah, it's it's about what's hot. It's about, you know, can I get lit to the shit? Like yeah. is it hard? Like, that's what it's about. So we look at future and Travis Scott. in some parallels like that. I mean, they use similar things. They both, you know, auto tune heavy. Uh Future's beats are are more simplistic but probably go harder where Travis Scott is more of like the Kanye West kind of school of, you know, there's a lot going on on the beat. And, you know, school of Jesus. Yeah, it's, it's a little, sometimes a little overproduced, but, you know, he, he's he's he got a lot more going on on the production side, given what he's able to do. Definitely. So I'll ask you this. Who is better? Who is oh, not better? Well, you we can say better, too. But OK, who is hotter right now? Is it Travis Scott or is it Future? Yeah, it's Travis Scott. You think so? I think so. Well, nah, yeah. Okay, so it's Travis Scott. Okay, so who's better, Travis Scott or Future?
1: I would prefer Travis Scott over Future. I mean, Dan, they both talk about drugs, so who talks about it better? Mm. I think I'd rather take I Can Tell over most most Future songs. I don't know.
0: March Madness is lit. Yeah. That's legendary. Um, so what's better? March Madness or is March Madness better than Sicko Mode? Nah. It's not. Drake. So it don't got Drake on it? So March Madness is not better than Sicko Mode. So is Drake is not a cheat code is what you saying. He is, but I mean, I think March Madness is better than Sicko Mode. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm I'm we're comparing like big records. I mean, March Madness is a huge record. Maybe. What do you think is better? DS2? <laughs> what do you think is better? DS2 or uh this album?
1: What what are some songs of DS Dirty Sprite 2? I, uh, I can't even remember.
0: Where the ass was at? Uh Rich Sex is Stick on Stick Talk and shit like that. Yeah. Lil' One. Uh God, there's some bangers on uh, DS2. I really like DS2. That's a hard album. I'm not high on Future like that. You're not high on him.
1: Um, that's why this is going to sound a little biased. So you're going to hate? Yeah. Okay. Hate I mean, or? I just, I, I feel like his music is, is low quality compared to Travis Scott's. Like in terms of like sound
0: quality? Just everything overall. <laughs> just artistry. But. I think Travis Scott's a better artist, but I think Future might be, I think Future makes better records. Really? If that's. I
1: guess March Madness might. Oh, I don't know, Antidote? That was huge.
0: I like Rodeo a lot. 3,500? Rodeo is a really, see, Rodeo versus DS2 would be a good, uh, a good discussion. But even <sighs> then, I might take DS2 over Rodeo. I don't know. It's close. I might have to go listen DS two again to see. That's a really to good make it album. accurate. It's, I mean, in terms of what valuation about in, this, in terms of the music the Future makes, that's a really good album. I hate comparing like these albums. Though.
1: It's just it's hard.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like, definitely I'm not hard.
1: rating anybody's bars. <laughs> Nothing conceptual about it. I mean, <laughs> yeah, just, I mean, that's the hard it, part because yeah. that's why I'm
0: saying like it's hard to have a conversation about Travis Scott and where he ranks because. Like, even though I like Travis Scott, I couldn't just, if somebody approached me on the street, I couldn't give you a Travis Scott verse off the top of my, like, I couldn't just be so like. that's how you determine. I mean, that's a decent measure because I can't just tell you. Like, if someone tells you, yo, give me Jay-Z bars, somebody can go into the second verse of uh, Moment of Clarity easily. Or any verse, really, like, Dead Pre- I mean, there's so many lyrical songs on, like, they, yeah. they can give you. But you got people out here saying Travis Scott top five. At future what? top five it like it, <laughs> it hits like just rappers like i'll be like who's your top five rappers okay i mean if he's someone's favorite rapper i mean i can't knock that but i mean i can't i can't compare the, travis the scott favorite to like, and top five are different yeah but i can't compare travis scott to big sean i can't do that because they're they're doing different things yeah like i don't even think i can compare like little uzi vert to anyone like i can't well, that's because Lil uzi vert is unranked I mean, yeah, that's fine, but I can't compare. Like, there's just a lot, there's a lot of rappers today that you cannot compare because they're not, they're, they, they make rap songs, but they don't really rap. It's not (laughs) really, it's weird. (laughs) And I mean, there are some times on this album where Travis Scott, like, has, you know, some rap art, but but it's it's not, not. Yeah, like, with Future, like, again, when's the last time you heard Future, like, Oh, man, Future, like, killed that verse. When's was that time you heard anyone say that? His fans. I've never heard that before. (laughs) 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 I've never heard anyone say, yo, Future killed that verse. I've heard people say, yo, that Future song is hard. But I never heard anyone say, yo, Future killed that verse. Man, what he said just now. (laughs) You're probably right, (laughs) but... (laughs) You never. No one know. ever has those moments where you just sit back and you're just like,
1: man. I thought I never heard people say, yo, Young Thug be body and verses until he got on, a, was it Portland or Sacrifices off of uh, More Life?
0: His verse on Sacrifice is probably the best verse of his career, if we're being real. That's not good, though. If I mean, it's, a, it's best, a good verse. Yeah, but that's, <laughs> his best, that's his best verse? Because he's not really, again, <sighs> this goes back to the point that there are not I mean, it, many, did, it did flow really well on that on That record, yeah, there's just not many artists like who they were are rappers. It, it's yeah, yeah, it's yeah. weird, there's, there's so many blurred lines It's a, it's to a new age, it's a new age, yeah. It's a new age. I mean, there's always been some rappers like that. Like, you would never really say Nelly is like <laughs> you would never say that. You're bizarre top five, yeah. I mean, there's always <laughs> been that there, but it's not now, it's just more widespread now because it's rap is a because your be, cousin Soldier Boy started all this. I mean, that's fine, but I mean, it's a hustle now. It's People know that they can make money from it, and they use it to make money. Yeah. But I love to see a black man get paid, so I guess that's fine. Yeah. So you told me Travis Scott sold 365K first week. He's or, he's, expected, or he's on pace, too. So he's uh, on pace, too. Okay. Per DJ Academics, which,
1: you know, he got that inside scoop. It's a good source, I guess. Yeah, expected to sell 365K first week so
0: are, that's that's huge are we surprised that travis scott is this hot right now no i mean i think did you did you think he would be at this point when he like first kind of like started to come up like did did or did we expect this hmm. no i don't i don't know though that. that's kind of hard
1: to judge because like, like when i first heard 3500 yeah, I wasn't like, oh, Travis Scott is going to be you know, top five, hottest yeah. Because yeah,
0: there's like some artists that come out and you're just, just like. They come and go. So yeah. he could have been one of them. I wasn't really thinking about that. It's like some artists that come out and you're just like, okay, I know he's going to be big at some point. It's just a matter of when. Or it, So that's what she thought. No, no, no. Oh. I, I'm surprised that Travis Scott is this big. I, I definitely did not see this coming, but I mean, it's he's just, he's got a unique sound. Yeah, he's got a unique so, sound. He's just very creative, very talented. So I mean, I'm I am surprised that he is. You can play this. I mean, you can play his music in a lot of environments, clubs, yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely good. You could work out to it. I mean, yeah, it's just yeah. There's
0: a lot of different moves for it. Radio, it's big. So, um, what were we talking about? Yeah, but what we're talking about well. I mean, he sold 365k first weeks. So, I mean that. I don't know what how that compares to his numbers of past out or his past two albums, but I'm not not too sure. But I I mean, that's a really good number. He this was promoted. I mean, this this was
1: really hype because he announced the title like I want to say like a year or two beforehand. Yeah, I want to say he announced it before he even released Birds. Like he was just like, "Yo, Asha World coming right after this." Yeah, so I think he there were. You know, huge expectations for this album.
0: And I think he delivered. It seems bigger than his past few, like, the, at least the hearsay and the buzz about it feels bigger than the last two albums. I I don't have anything to back that up, but it just, it does feel bigger. Again, yeah, I think it was highly anticipated. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised that he is as big, but I mean, again, it's. Is definitely uh, justified because what he's done so far is just very, uh, very unique, very creative uh, work. Uh, okay, l- last discussion, and we're going to close this one out. And it probably doesn't have really a ton to do with Astro World, but I mentioned before of a show that Tay Keith is on fire right now, and his beat on Sicko Mode is crazy. <laughs> His beat on uh Scorpion Nonstop is crazy. I mean, Tay Keith has been like it's just so weird. Cause Nonstop feels so simple, but it's it's hard as shit. Like I mean, that bass, the yeah, drums, like, yeah. It just that's that Memphis sound. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's kind of like Three Six Mafia. Like Three Six Mafia doesn't make complicated beats. I mean, like Memphis, DJ Paul and Juicy J were own, yeah. yeah. They don't really make complicated, but the drums, the bass are just like hard as hell, and it's just the patterns. Mm-hmm. That carry everything. Yeah, I agree. But it's like Tay Keith has been like on a rocket ship ever since uh, Look Alive came out. Yeah, that was a huge record. That was the record.
1: Now, fucking rocket ship, Blockboy Boy JB. So yeah,
0: and then we go over to uh, Murder Beats, who also has a record on this one, uh, Butterfly Effect. He's been on a rocket ship this year. He has a lot of records. He that, is that I didn't I didn't know
1: he produced yeah, so you told when, me,
0: yeah, when we were going through the list he has a, a ton of records in the past that you wouldn't even like have guessed, but now now that he's like big and his tag is on everything now, like he's like he's big like him yeah if, if we're talking about you know quote unquote new producers or not really new producers, but if we're talking about producers getting their run because every year in hip hop it seems like. There's a producer who has his run like you remember when Young Shop had his run that year when Chief Keith blew up. Yeah. And then you remember when uh uh Metro Boomin was probably like he, what? Was, huge. he was he was huge like really a year was it a year ago, maybe two years ago. I mean, he's still relevant, but like there's always that year when it's like, yeah, every like everything is like you can't miss and you're you're everywhere. And DJ Mustard had that year. Where you couldn't you couldn't even listen to the radio without hearing a DJ Mustard song come on like every other song. Yeah, and producers they got on runs too. So. Yeah, and it feels like now is the year of murder and Keith. So thanks to who Drake. I mean, yeah, Drake is a big. I mean, Drake is a big part of everything though. But <laughs> so, but murder. I mean, to be fair, murder has done like Migos records, Two Chains, whatever, yeah. whatever. Keith, I mean. That Drake record definitely helped out with uh, Block Boy JB, and now everyone is, you know, getting with him. So I'm gonna ask you this: Who is the better producer now, or who do you prefer? Take he for murder bees for the year. Yeah, who who? Yeah, who do you prefer for year? Like right now, who is who? You think is the your preferred producer? Um, different styles. That's too. hard. Really that's different hard styles. Play. Yeah, different styles, but. I feel like Murder is more versatile, but take Keith, I mean, his drums and yeah. the drum patterns and that bass are just sick. And since I, I do like the versatility, so I would probably have to go with Murder, Murder Beats. Yeah, I'm probably saying Murder Beats, too. He is, uh, he's like the the Scott Storch of trap music right now. In uh, the Roots. So what? Who who? He's in the Roots or who? Scott Storch. Yeah. No, Scott Storch's not in the Roots. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, Wait. Scott Storch, uh he did a lot of work with like Dr. Dre and uh worked with Eminem, like a lot of like Interscope Aftermath stuff. Are you sure he's not? I don't think he was ever in the roots, Scott Storch. No. Scott Storch is he's been a big name. I mean, he was a big name for a while, like in terms of like the early 2000s He's, I know he's worked with The Roots because he did, okay. he's done... That's he's, what it was. He's done beats for them. He produced Uh. Uh. Don't Say Nothing on The Roots album, Tipping Point, which is one of Says my favorite Says he started off as a keyboardist for the group The Roots. Oh, he did? Yeah. Okay. So I was wrong. See? I knew I was right. Oh. oh. Learn something new every day. But yeah, he, uh, he is kind of like the... Uh, Scotch stores of trap music right now. Uh what I really do, I I really would probably prefer Murder Beast because again, the versatility in terms of the records, like uh God, I didn't know he did it's a vibe. Uh Pipe It Up was a pretty big record. Uh he did back on road for Gucci. Mm -hmm. Uh this year he's done Motorsport. Nice for what? Those have probably been the two bigger, two of his bigger records, and he's probably got a lot more coming out, but Yeah, I I just like what I'm hearing from Take Heat and uh, Murder. No, did you already say no shopping? Yeah, no shopping as well. Yeah, and he did a lot of stuff on uh, No Life too. He did No Lawn Talk, direct with uh, I think Giggs is on that. That's your boy. I like the song. You know, it's a good song.
1: Not really fucking with that UK flow. Um, yeah, he's. I'm. I'm looking at it right now. He's got a lot of good.
0: Fifi, yeah, that's a new uh, Takashi record. That's a hard beat too. Is it really? I don't think I've heard it. You ever heard Fifi? Yet. Not yet. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm listen to a six nine album. Um, it's not for me, <laughs> but I mean, if a single comes out and it's hot, that's fine. No, I'll listen to it. Yeah, we'll see. I think the Fifi record is, I mean, dope, but you know. Well, not dope, but it is it's it's, hot, it's catchy.
1: So back to ranking Travis Scott, we we can't rank him.
0: I mean I I can't compare him to Monks current acts. In terms of like being high, yeah, I just can rank overall, him all just. I can't compare him to I I can't compare him lyrically or as a rapper, but I can compare well, maybe him. Maybe he, as he an likes artist.
1: lyricism, but he he's got something else. And then we package can, all that together. I can
0: compare him as an artist. I mean, again, we can compare in the future. We can compare him to thug. So we can't compare him to like lyricists. That's what you're saying. I mean, how do you have a how do you have a conversation about Pusha T versus Maybe Travis it's Scott not versus? But where does
1: he rank in amongst you know top thirty? I don't know. I mean, again, <laughs> <laughs> again, it's it's blurred because I can't. It's so that's so stupid because. I mean, he's, it's yeah, he's part of the hip hop genre.
0: Yeah, but he doesn't. We
1: can't even rank him.
0: That's but he's so not really a oh, he's
1: not really a rapper.
0: Again, there, there well, are too many people in this game that I mean, well, everyone's yes, an
1: artist. So then, yeah, but what's they don't. The next subcategory
0: he goes in the hip hop. I don't know what the next category is, but I can't. I can't rank. <laughs> <laughs> uh, There's certain people that you can't really rank because it's not. That's trash. You know, they're not really like, like yes, they they are hip hop acts. Yes, their Wikipedia page will say that they are a rapper, and that's fine, but you cannot have- They are
1: not MCs.
0: Yeah, and it's not necessarily about being an MC either. It's just about, like, verses and lyrics. Like, that's not there for me. Again, like, I cannot- I can't tell you a Travis Scott verse off the top of my head. I can- sing songs but i can't just say oh yeah that was he killed that verse like man he went in on that i can't i never say that i never say that about future i never say that about young thought i never say that about any of them like yeah it's when you have conversations about their music people say yo that song is hard no one is like yo he bodied that verse or he bodied (laughs) like that's never really the the case (laughs) so it's hard to have a conversation about them as a rapper because, I mean, what are you comparing? Shit, I don't know. Like, you wouldn't compare Jay-Z. I was just asking because <laughs> yeah. I was wondering. I mean. Like, you wouldn't compare Jay-Z to Bone Crusher. Like, <laughs> it's just. No. Yeah, because it's just not. What do you go off of? I, yeah, I guess. Yeah, this I don't know. I mean, again, he's hot right now. I don't want to take anything away from his music. I like him a lot, but. Like, would you rank his albums among
1: among, you know, top albums this year in the hip hop category. Um
0: like could you rate it? I mean, I don't think it's one of the like top hip hop albums of the year. I think it's a oh, I think it's all right album. Like again, yeah. if you're if you're a hardcore Travis Scott album, then you probably like this album a lot and you're fine with it. But if you're judging this album as okay, you're putting it up against like, Prime or Nipsey Hussle or Drake, Pusha, you know, whoever, whoever. It's like... It's just a different sound, too. Yeah, it's song. like, what do you go off of? Like, this is music to... So, this, he he's, he's exempt from being ranked. Yeah, in no a way. Because this is music that you're having fun to. Like, this is music to get fucked up to, to do drugs to, to be fun, to let loose. Like, it's not. it's not music that you're critically... Really examining for like the art or something like that. Like you wouldn't put a twenty-one. Wait, we wouldn't have a conversation about a twenty-one Savage album about like it, it's just. Alonzo
1: Ball think he better than Oz, right? I mean, that's the
0: new generation. I can't. I can't really comment on that's that. Your point guard. I'm not a Lakers fan. <laughs> I haven't been a Lakers fan <laughs> a day in my life. Man.
1: Yeah, I think it's just a new generation.
0: Yeah, it's always been like. Certain rappers, it's always been like this. There's always been rappers who you can't really, you know, put up against others. And that's fine. Again, I realize that there are people make music for different reasons. I'm cool with that. But we just have to realize those reasons and then can take that into part when we discuss them against different artists. So it just seems like we have to discuss how hot are they? I mean, yeah. I mean, who makes harder music? Travis Scott or whoever. Who makes hotter music? Travis Scott or whoever. Who's a better rapper? Travis Scott or... I mean... That's hard to compare, like, analytically. Yeah. Damn.
1: Well, I I still like Travis Scott, so...
0: Like, you wouldn't compare... Like, in terms of, like, like, sports or something like that. You wouldn't compare a quarterback to, like... An offensive lineman. <laughs> you couldn't do that. Because a quarterback is somebody that has the most... Like, he's going to win games for you. single. Hand, he can win games for you single-handedly. Whereas an offensive lineman, is his job is to protect the quarterback and to create run lanes. It's just still a vital role. It's a vital role, but it's like you couldn't compare... It's like probably you, the most underappreciated role. Yeah. Like, you couldn't say, who's better? Joe Thomas of the Browns or... Aaron Rodgers in his prime, like (laughs) it's like you wouldn't compare different positions. Still play the same game, yeah. Okay, I can. They're still both are still vital to winning, but they're not. They don't do the same things. So it's like, yeah, Travis Scott makes hot music, Drake makes hot music, Pusha T makes hot music, Future makes hot music, but I can't compare Future to Pusha T. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, okay, yeah. So. Again, uh again, all right album. Uh again, if you're a big Travis Scott album, definitely uh more than worth the listening for it. Uh do you have any additional thoughts on Astro World? Drake a cheat code. Yeah, Drake is a cheat code on this album. He is a cheat code. At least on sickle mode, yeah. You gotta play sickle mode. You gotta play the third part. Do I really wanna play sickle mode right now? The third part. I don't know if I want to play the third part. Because I like being pump faked by the... the,
1: Alright, fine. Play the intro, then.
0: I like being pump faked a little bit. Hey. It's like when you hear this, you're just like, okay, this shit is about to be serious. Yeah, but I thought Travis Scott was going to jump on it. I did not hope that Travis (laughs) Scott was going to jump on it. I knew Drake was going to be on it at some point. I thought that Drake was just going to have his own... Like time on this and then it would transition into I don't know. Sun is down,
1: freezing cold. Yeah. That's how we already know when it's here. My dog will probably do it for Louis Bell. That's just all he know he don't know nothing else. I tried to show him. Yep. Yeah. I You're really
0: vibing to sure. this. See, that's when I thought that this was going to get like crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah. But then it just like
1: switched. Yeah. yeah.
0: And that's when I thought it <laughs> was about- That's when he was mad. <laughs> yeah. That's when I was mad. Would you not have been mad with that part? I mean. That beat was crazy. That's I what I knew telling he you. had to come
1: back. That wasn't going to be his only.
0: I mean, yeah, I knew Drake wasn't, wasn't going to drop that five bars. If he yeah. only dropped five bars, that would have been a I, knew, I knew he wasn't going to do that. But still, when that beat dropped and we got like a bar of that beat. <laughs> yes, I was mad as fuck. I was like, yo, what? I knew there was going to be some better things coming. No, so. he got to release a whole version of that first
1: part. I don't care. I think Lupe might freestyle to that. I, was, I, saw, I saw him say. He, how you he get the beat? He got the beat. He tweeted at his producer. Um, I didn't even find that tweet. He was like, yo, give me. I mean, I'm sure he's he like loop the, the first first 30 seconds
0: of that song and send it to me or something. Now nah, he just need to reach out to Travis and get the instrumental.
1: Who? Uh,
0: or whoever did it. He just reach out and get the instrumental. That's all. I guess he was just trying to make a tweet. But uh, That's the part I would want to rap on if I was a, you know, a really hot rapper. Who could he go said Yo Soundtrack,
1: which is one of his producers.
0: Loop up that first 26
1: seconds of sycamore. Put some drums on that and send it to send it to me through. So but yeah,
0: he about to body it. But um yeah. Nah, give me just give me the drums when the beat drop. Give me that, <laughs> give me that part, and we're good. That shit was hard. Yeah. But uh, we're gonna go ahead and uh get out of here. It's been a uh rap edit episode five on Travis Scott's Astro World album. Uh please check out our other episodes. We did Lil Wayne uh about a week ago, Carter. Three we yeah, did. A little more than a week ago. Yeah, a little bit more than a week ago. We did J. Cole the before back. that. We did J Rock and then we started with Drake's Scorpion album. So yeah, check us out. Uh we are on um uh, most podcast platforms right now. Still trying to get some on Castbox, some iTunes, Stitcher. We're on Google Play too. Google Play. We're on some others. I forget. We're on we're on a good a good bit. So I mean, however you listen to podcasts, uh type in rap edit and hopefully it does come up if it doesn't then we did something wrong but this has been episode five of rap edit we will see you for episode six
1: yeah